is not performing at the coronation, right? This no. is 720 WGN. He backed out, or what was the deal? What was his excuse? Well, or? I mean, he's uh, was tight with Diana, right? I don't know if they've mended... Goodbye, Steve Bryan is with us. Steve Bryan. we got to get to him, Steve, because, you know, we're eating up time on his cell phone, and he's a busy man. He's a member of Parliament. He used to be an intern here at WGN. He's now the chair of the Health and Social Select Committee. What will you be doing on Saturday during the coronation, Steve? Oh, well, I'd love to say I'll be sitting in the Westminster Abbey in my finest with uh, Mrs. Bryan, but I shan't. I should be watching it at home on television. I, I was I was right there in the centre of it for the Blessed Queen's funeral, uh, bless her, and um, that that was that was lovely, but to be part of the moment. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it at home on the television, and then. There's a series of events going on in Winchester, which is my hometown, and there's parties and street parties and uh, there's a lovely gathering in the village where I live on Monday when we're all be coming together to, to celebrate this wonderful moment. And I got to meet the man himself again. I've met him before, but I got to meet him on Tuesday when he came to Westminster to meet the MPs. Nice. What, and, what's your oh, personal impression of him? Oh, I mean, look, he is lovely. And there, uh, you're, there's been so much going on in London this week. And uh, if, if any of your listeners want to check it out on Facebook, uh, on my Facebook, Steve Bryan MP, you'll see the rehearsals that were going on on um, Tuesday evening. Just suddenly, I, in my hotel in central London, there were hundreds of um, troops uh, and guardsmen marching through the centre of London rehearsing for this. As, and a picture of me, as for him, I mean, he is just like his mother uh, in the sense that he's a he's a genius at that kind of public engagement stuff, which MPs do for a relatively short period of time. He's done for his whole life. And he has these twinkly eyes, just like her. And uh, you know, when he talks to he talks to you, he he does that thing that, that all the great leaders do. He makes you think that he's just he's just talking to you. He's just focused on talking to you. And um, he's really nice. It was really really nice to meet him. So Charles will be the 10th monarch to be crowned since America's Declaration of Independence in 1776. But I'm reading that no U.S. president has ever attended a British coronation, and that tradition will hold true. President Biden will not be there on Saturday, but his wife will. Yeah, that's a strange one, isn't it? I don't know what that dates back to. You're right, the First Lady is coming, and uh, the guest list is as interesting in the who's coming as the who's not. There's a bit of a political stink here because the government is coming, and obviously, you know, we have our disagreements with them at the moment, as do you. Um, But you're right, the 10th monarch since independence, and there'll be a very, for those of you, there, GN listeners who will be watching on television, you will see the very, very historic St. Edward's crown, which will be used to crown King Charles III. It's a coronation ritual. It goes back centuries. The thing itself, the crown itself, is very, very rarely seen outside the Tower of London. It's so priceless. It'll just be, a, it'll be out for an hour or so for the coronation, then it'll be whisked straight back into the Tower of London. And, um, you know, there'll be lots and lots of that kind of very British ritual and uh, very special stuff, including the um, the famous Stone of Destiny that's come down from Scotland, which we placed inside 
the throne, which was built for uh, for Edward the Confessor, and uh, was actually built in my constituency in Winchester because the, uh, the kings of England before William the Conqueror in 1066 were crowned in Winchester Cathedral. Uh, so then, of course, it moved to London when he united the crown. But um, wonderful, wonderful, special rituals and uh, pieces of real history that'll be um, that'll be on display, which you'll see it all on on television. So I know you'll be be a bit that sense, but it, I'm sure you'll watch it on television. You guys be glued to watching it, yeah? Oh, I'll be up at four a.m. watching it. I will not miss the <laughs> pomp and circumstance of something like wonderful. this. And um. Go, go ahead, Steve. Well, Steve, I was going to watch you with the chance of catching a glimpse of you, but if you're not going to be there, I don't know that I will. <laughs> no, I can, yeah, I can see you dumping it if I'm not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so the UK is the only country in Europe to hold these lavish coronation ceremonies, at least at this point in 2023. Um, who pays for it? And is there any opposition to how lavish this ceremony is and how many members of the military it involves and how much it takes? Okay, so the state pays for it. It's a state occasion, uh, as was the funeral of the late Queen, because it is a state funeral. Um, and, and that's perfectly right. In terms of it being lavish, well, look, there were 8,500 people in Westminster Abbey for the coronation of Queen Elizabeth. There will be less than half. In terms of lavish, it has been pared back. So every MP, so I would have been there, Bertrand, every MP uh, was there in 1953 and uh, that, that isn't the case this year so it is slimmed back in that sense but in terms of the pageantry you know you will see britain doing what britain does so well uh, and you'll see an amazing um, parade through the streets of london the king and queen will be in the diamond jubilee state coach which is obviously built for the diamond jubilee which is much more com- comfortable than the uh, the gold state coach it's got hydraulic suspension and air conditioning and uh, so they say even somewhere you can plug your phone into a usb port but i'm guessing that probably won't be on the top of their minds but, um, <laughs> but i just there, there'll, so there'll be plenty of pageantry uh, but in terms of numbers in the abbey yeah there won't, there won't be anything like as many as there were at 53 and i say 53 deliberately because yes the queen succeeded to the throne in 52 but but the and of course king charles became sovereign the moment his mother passed but this coronation marks the formal start of his reign and so it's a very, very important moment for the country, obviously here, but also for the Commonwealth. And uh, all, all parts of the Commonwealth will be represented at the service. And when I met him this week, you know, I just, I just wished him well. And it's obviously a huge honour to meet to meet him in this in this big week, and to see him looking so relaxed before what is a big moment. And obviously, there'll be a lot of eyes of the world on on London, and I suppose some of the guests, the eyes will be on the world of, including one who's travelling over to join his family, minus his wife, from your side of the pond. Thank you so much for joining us, Steve. We always appreciate it, and uh, I'm just, uh, I'm giggling because you're going to be at home watching it like me. <laughs> and you shouldn't be! Yeah, I'm you're a be member of Parliament! <laughs> now, will you be in tails? Uh, well, uh, you, you said it, you said it. <laughs> we'll be in pyjamas, Steve. Will you be in tails? Yeah, I'll be wearing full state dress, and uh, <laughs> children will also be will, will also be wearing full tails and made to stand straight to attention for when we say the oath as a nation. It's always good to talk <laughs> to you, friend. That moment, Bertrand. <laughs> <laughs>
That is Steve Bryant. Steve Bryant, Member of Parliament, Chair of the Health and Social Care Select Committee. Steve Bertrand has your news coming up next. Lisa Dent, WGN.